Sarah and Max, an unlikely pair in this wild podcast, they're the perfect flair. Sarah's charm, so feminine and free. A Cali girl spirit under the podcast tree. Max is strong force with a punch in every word. Together they navigate the dating absurd. Don't forget to hit subscribe, join the crew for more laughs and tales just for you. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Good for Shidduchim. I'm your host, Sarah Levine. I'm with my co-host, Max Landisman. Um, and today we're going to be talking about um, single Shidduchim. events. And Shidduchim, yes. Correct. But we're going to be talking about single events. Um, before we get to today's episode, um, I did just want to go over some housekeeping. We did get some... Um, criticism i guess i would say um criticism yeah love it um about the podcast a lot of people have been calling you (laughs) cynical and um i would say if you're not interested in listening to max being a little cynical cynical, yeah okay or if you find the podcast offensive you do not have to listen there are other podcasts out there and Um, the whole point of the podcast is for us to be unapologetically ourselves and to create a safe space. And if people are telling us what to say and what to do, that kind of defeats the purpose of this podcast. Oh, so this is kind of, uh, the first time I'm hearing about this. Please tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First of all, I think, I think it's a great accomplishment because if you're not pissing somebody off, you're not doing anything. Well, I don't think we got them upset. I think it was just more like a feedback, but I guess that's I guess that's um, our first feedback, so that's great. Yeah, no, love it. <laughs> um, here's my message to them: tune off. You don't that, have yeah, to listen to that's it. That's what I'm saying. You don't um, have to listen to the podcast, and if you 100%. want something that's a little more positive and a little pep in your step, that a little bit more bullcrap that our... you want to be fed to your entire life, then then don't listen. <laughs> There's my cynicism. Is that yeah? A word? There you go. Look at that. <laughs> but what we do want to hear about what we do want to hear from our viewers is um we we want we want questions um uh emailed to us we want like um ideas emailed to us that would be great and if you want a question answered on the podcast we're more than happy to do that um yeah i mean yeah you can tell us your criticism that's great we're open to anything i guess (laughs) but um to those that are calling max cynical it's a hundred percent true, but also we're not <laughs> going to apologize. Cynical. It's true that yes. I'm cynical. <laughs> yeah. I hear. Okay. I hear. Um, but that's defi- our podcast. So yeah, listen or How do you define don't. cynical? I think they were saying in some of the episodes, um, well, that was the thing. Remember I was like, I asked them, I was like, can you give specifics? Right. And they really okay. couldn't. So like, I didn't know if it specifics? was like, yeah, I didn't know if it was like, um, an over like the whole entire episode. They felt you were, you were, um, cynical or I don't know. It could have just been your attitude towards like, I love people. Him, which I love, you hate, so. the, there's a reason for it, but you know what, as, as cynical as I may or may not come across, um, the way that they come across in closed door environment with people, nobody talks about, and it's a lot worse. The, the result is a lot worse than just words. There are people with eating mm-hmm. disorders now because Shad Khadam say, unless you're a size zero, you're never going to get married. So to someone who really wants to get married, you know, they're afraid to eat now right. or whatever. Um, I've heard of cases where to the worst extent, somebody died from it. Like God forbid this should ever happen. But to say like it hasn't happened, it's definitely happened. Right. And so by calling me cynical, you can call me anything you want. It's fine. But there's a lot worse going on in the world. So if you're offended by my words, then yeah, whatever. What's my famous line? You say it. Go screw yourself. <laughs> Go screw yourself. <laughs> there it is. Um, okay. I try to get Sarah to say it. <laughs> so, um, so that was just that. That was just like one thing, one thought for the day. I guess. I love it. It's also, great. Um, please follow us on Instagram for those who do want to listen to our cynicism. <laughs> um, we have an Instagram page. It's at Good for Shadokim. We have thirty-five followers. Yeah. Um, so that's great. We love our followers. Um, and also, please email us at Good for Shadokim at gmail dot com. Shadokim is S H I D D. U C H I M. Good job. <laughs> I think that through. Why don't we get into it? Okay, so let's just get into it. Um, today I wanted to talk about um, 
Shidduch events. So, so um, single events that are run just for singles. Um, some of them are actually really good, I think, and some of them are just absolutely horrendous. Mm-hmm. So we're going to discuss um, our thoughts on uh, single events, and then we're going to bring on um, somebody to talk about a couple pointers mm. and a couple um And I'm looking forward ideas. to this guest tremendously. I think as well as you do. He's really hard to come by. Yeah, he's very hard <laughs> to come by. I think he's been on every episode so far. He also costs a lot of money. Right. Um, his squeaky chair has probably been in the background of every episode. Yes. And I hear he's actually very, very excited to come on as well. I don't know if he's excited. He said he was excited, so oh. I'm going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> My uh, business okay. partner and twin brother and your husband, yeah. Shlomi Landisman. Yeah. Um, but our thoughts, I thought um, we'd talk about our thoughts first. So I did want to just talk about... Um, my thoughts on single events, and I will just say I am terrible at them. Okay. Um, I would. There was there was one event that would um always pop up. I think it was every year. I don't know if they do it now. It was a Why You Connects event. Well, you know. And it was um <laughs> it was gambling. It was like the gambling oh, one. Oh, this is the famous story. Um. <laughs> right. Gosh, I forgot. Buckle I told your you. seatbelts. This is the greatest story <laughs> ever when it comes to this. This is me in a nutshell, though. Um, I obviously went with my girlfriends because. Everybody, you know, all the girls got to go together. So you go with your girlfriends. I go with my girlfriends too. Uh, yeah, so you got to. Jokes. That's um, a joke. All the cynical <laughs> people, you know. Yeah. Um, and all my friends were talking to guys and able to kind of break away from each other and talk to guys. What did I do? I went to the craps table <laughs> and I just played the whole night. And um, there was a guy who wanted to, I guess, flirt with me and, and was like, oh, hey, do you know how to play this game? And I was like, can you go away? Because <laughs> I'm just really trying to win here. <laughs> like it's not a singles event or anything. No, um, I had a really, really awesome time. Um, I met absolutely nobody. Um, all of my girlfriends, I think, had a couple dates come out of it. Nice. But there was me just like, guys, I won like YU bucks or something. <laughs> I won like $400 worth of nothing. Wow. Yeah. You didn't even get a free month subscription nothing. to YU Connect. So. N- nothing. They were like, Sarah, wh-? like they were trying really hard. They were like, oh, meet this guy. Like, let me introduce you to this guy. And I was my social anxiety is so bad in all of these like types of events. Mm. I kind of just shut down and I'm just like, OK, I'll just do it like is the most like distance thing and that's what it was but i had a fabulous time i it, will say it sounds like a great event i'm like where where is this event like it why was, connects it, is a good event it was actually a very good event that i will sounds say amazing. there was there was a, probably it's not cheap either like the, to run these things no it wasn't cheap and you had a max of two drinks and it was a casino night and there was um food drinks lots of like casino tables um and there were a lot of people. I would say maybe a little over a hundred. Like there was a lot of people solid, there. Solid. Mm-hmm. Like I know I we tried doing this for the shul. Um, like when he's casino nights, it costs like three grand. Yeah, I There's mean not- you did have to pay. It was subsidized though. By who? I I'm not sure. They probably got a sponsor or something. But yeah, I think they got like a couple sponsors. Um, but it was, it was. Like, my friends had a good time. I had my own good time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of been my MO. Like, at these things, I kind of just, like, um, I just have really, I had really bad social anxiety, and I kind of didn't know what to do, so I kind of just, like, did my own thing at these events. But I will say, go like, going with a wingman or wingwoman was actually kind of, it helped a little bit. Yeah. Um, were they good? Were they bad? Am I for them? I definitely feel like there should be, like, a max on drinks because people were getting, like, sloppy drunk. Really? Like, at some of these, yeah. Did you say there was a two-drink maximum? Well, that was at the Why You Connects event, but other single events that I've gone to that are, like, either sponsored with an open bar or you can you can basically rig the system by like getting somebody else's ticket. You know, yeah. if you're like two drink max, right. but then like you can get somebody else's ticket. Yeah. They were kind of like sloppy drunk a little right. bit. Slip a guy twenty. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I feel like you. I feel like there has to be a good balance of like and um, having some alcohol because you do need to have like people loosen up a little bit, but you also have to have like a good. Um, I feel like some of these events they don't have like a good. Know why you're there in a way. What? It's like know why you're there. You're not there to get drunk, but you're exactly. There to it's people. like if you want to like have a drink and loosen up and like socialize, that's great. But like, don't get sloppy. Right. But um, I will say some events are kind of just like I, like. 
um, plateaued, I I guess. Like, like, like um, it just, this is it. Yeah. You yeah. just kind of walk That's in and you're worst. like, oh my God, this is going to go so bad. <laughs> Either because they don't have any type of entertainment or because there's this, no facilitation. Right. Or the space is so big and, and there's like 10 people. Right. So I feel like when you're planning a single event, you just have to be strategic in terms of like what the venue is and how many people are going to be there because that will that will really help create the type of space you need and also provide entertainment. There has to be a structure to the night. It can't just be like, okay, singles mingle. Mm-hmm. It has to it has to have like some type of structure. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you think about like speed dating because the actual yeah. event is the speed date. It's not like there's um, activity plant. That is the activity. Right. So what do you, what would you say about that? I never did speed dating. Mm. So I really have no opinion on it. From what I've heard, mixed reviews, good and bad. Um, I feel like though, when you go to a speed dating event, that's what that it's kind of straightforward. Like that's what you expect. You expect like a speed dating. And I think, um, it's kind of like you do the speed dating, you find out who's interested and like, that's it. And I think that's okay. I don't think there has to be like a whole like thing around the speed dating because like you said, it's like part of that is the event is the speed dating. And I think that's okay. So I, I'll tell you what I, what I felt. I've been to a, a number of these different things. The best speed dating event I've ever gone to was actually not in person. It was actually over Zoom. That was the best one I've gone to. Oh, wow. The one I went to in person, I actually went with Shlomi. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not good at all. And the reason I say that is because um, a typical speed dating event, usually it's one-on-one. So you'll right. get like however many minutes is allotted to each person. Mm-hmm. And then you meet each person individually. You get have a conversation, mm. which I think is great. Because also, if you like them, you can inquire about them after. If you don't like them, you just move on. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it was, it was outside. So it was much noisier. Um, it was three to three. So like literally three girls mm-hmm. at a table and then three guys at a table. You don't even know who the guys you're with. And it could be that if you're sitting on the edge to the right and the girl you want to talk to is on the left, it's very difficult to even reach her. It completely defeats the purpose oh, of even see. getting a chance to, to talk at mm. all. And it was just everyone was ta- like if one guy was talking, luckily I was able to, to kind of form my own conversation and mm-hmm. whatever. But like unless you're a talk show host or whatever you can't it's impossible to start a conversation so i thought that was terrible mm. but the one i did on zoom was phenomenal did, um did you get to like meet with all the girls i met with yeah you meet with every single girl individually yeah i think they give you like five minutes five minutes is solid it's not like such a short amount of time mm-hmm. but it's good yeah. it's a good amount and that was actually the time where um you know, the second you get on like one of these, like introduce yourself. Hi, my name is whatever. Yeah. That's when the girl, b- before doing anything, she's like, what's your job title? Tell me now. <laughs> oh my God. So my response was, why don't you just ask me how rich I am? <laughs> so that's when I was, this is my, what was the word? Cynical. If this yeah. is, if this is all part of it mm-hmm. where I was so offended by that. Mm-hmm. I made her feel as uncomfortable as humanly possible by just sitting there and just, I didn't say a word. Oh my God. I, I let her do, you know, you have so many questions. You, you have a resume that you want to review. Yeah. You have my profile. Why don't you pull up my LinkedIn? Oh my God. You know, I was livid. It's so insulting to, you can't even ask me my name. So this happened on the virtual one? On the virtual one. Yeah. Do they know, like, do they know your name though? No. Oh, How are they going to know my name? I don't know. It's not even written in like the little corner or whatever. Um, it's just, you meet people for the first time. They, you know, they, it's like an automatic thing. They send you into like this virtual room and it's just, you usually you'll, you'll ask each other your name, you know, and take it from there. The the very basic thing is what's your name? Yeah. (laughs) What's your job title? What's your job title? Oh my Lord. (laughs) I honestly would be so confused. I wouldn't know how to answer that. I don't like, are you asking me like for my credentials? Are you asking me for my, my profession? You, you want to know what something's crazy? There were people, especially women who I asked their opinion. I'm like, what the, why would somebody ask me that? Mm. And they were saying like, you know, maybe she was nervous or maybe she was whatever. I'm like, Matt, that's not an excuse. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm She's nervous just... as about the job title. Right. So that's the first question. That means like, that's the number one. <laughs> 
you know um, i would just say i'm really nervous that would be that's a very big turn on actually oh. it's like oh, i'm very nervous <laughs> but one thing that that i use to my advantage is if i feel nervous because i do sometimes is yeah. if i'm feeling nervous the chances are she's also feeling nervous of course you're both feeling nervous right but usually when someone feels nervous they usually feel like the world's coming down on them it's only them like the other yeah. side is okay yeah that's not the case but right. but overall i really enjoyed that that event minus her Gotcha. Um, what do you think would help maybe enhance kind of the dud events? I think people put too much emphasis on the bull crap, which means um, people want fancy events and people want all sorts of elaborate food and this. Get rid of it. Nobody mm -hmm. cares. Nobody's there to eat. I remember I was at this uh, July 4th barbecue. It's a singles event. I go every mm -hmm. year. I love it. Yeah. Um, and towards the end, I was standing. I was just standing next to the food whatever and some guy comes up to me and he's like you believe that like the food is not that great i'm like you're somebody like myself who loves to eat mm -hmm. i'm like are you a dumb bleep <laughs> whatever it is i'm like you're here to come for a chicken sandwich like i don't care <laughs> right like you know you're not there for the food mm -hmm. you're there you're there to like meet people and mingle mm -hmm. why are you talking to me um i just i think there's too much emphasis like there was an event someone wanted to put um, which is totally fine. Like she wanted to make it very, I would say more expensive. Mm. She wanted to kind of weed out guys who weren't quote unquote established. And so for our listeners who don't know what the word established means, it means that you're rich. That's yeah. basically what they mean. She wanted so, to like kind of up the price. So people who can only really afford it, get good. Which it. I get it. But even the emphasis of like, even like the quote unquote cheaper events, mm -hmm. it's like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. You're not even number one getting anything really. What are you doing? It's like just just go hang. There's no like hangout. Everything has to be like an event. They have to make it so elaborate. Right. Make it more of a hangout type of. Maybe more relaxed. Make it more relaxed. I think if you do it more, like when they say like we can't do events so often because there's just not enough people out there. If you establish it more as a hangout, like is there like this one place where people can just come and hang out? Mm. I think it would be a lot better. So something less formal. It's a lot less formal. What um, about like a structure to it though? Does it need a structure? I mean, if you're running, so if you're running an event, I, I agree that it does, it should have some sort of structure. Yeah. But again, like, you know, sometimes they're, they're running a singles event, so they'll have a bar, they'll have uh, cocktails, whatever it is. And then people just mingle. Right. That That's, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm so. also not against it, but there has to be some facilitation, I guess, like between like just amongst the people to let right. them know, like, what's going to be the flow for the night. Yeah. Like as far as like, what do I think the most uh, the most efficient and best way to do it would be those virtual like one on one speed dating events. Oh, so you're going back to virtual. Like if I'm going to pick the best thing to do, yeah. I think that actually is the best thing to do. Oh, interesting. I think people are more comfortable in general, mm -hmm. except that crazy lady, whatever. <laughs> but also it's pure business. You're there for a reason. Right. And you actually get to talk on an intimate level between one and one. Right. One on one person, meaning when you're talking to them, no one else is hearing. In real life, like you have people sitting next to you oh, and all it's around. it's not so private. You hear everyone's other conversation. Yeah. And you could be jealous sometimes. Maybe your conversation sucks and you're thinking, and then you're also potentially pressured because you physically see like someone's going to take your spot right afterwards. Like let's say you talk to a girl, you're really interested in this girl. Yeah. And then you typically you'll move over a spot. Then the guy behind you is, is it what appears to be hitting it off way better. Then you're going to get like, what the hell? Right. So like, I think as far as the best, what you call it has nothing to do with money, but bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of these uh, virtual online things. Mm. I've only done it once though, but mm. I don't really hear of them often, but I think it's the best. Mm. I think for me, I, I've never done the virtual ones, but I do like the ones that have like um, that, like entertainment, like an entertainment. Cause then you can talk about the entertainment after, during, really, before. I don't think I've ever really seen, like you give me an example. Like a comedian, like a comedy night. Yeah. Like they'll have a singles comedy night. Okay. Or they'll have. Well, I've never been to one of those. What is that actually? Like you have a. You have there's, a bar. There's a time to kind of mingle before and yeah. after. Yeah. 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 They'll okay. be like, um, they'll be like, um, 
usually either you have to pay for your drinks or it's an open bar depending on like what how much you pay to get into the single event mm-hmm. and then they'll have like um a comedian or some other type of entertainment like even like not not a magician <laughs> which one did i go to oh um it was um oh my god somebody who what's that word ventriloquist no no i don't know he he oh my god if you use words like what does he do you, you like you can picture this hypnotist a oh, hypnotist oh, something these guys, like that I don't yeah yeah that stuff. i don't know i'm just saying yeah. even if you believe in it or whatever it doesn't matter because like after you can still make like you can mingle with people and you could talk about how much you hated it or whatever i don't know i feel like there's like at least something there's like one time where when i went to a single event and it, they just had like games uh-huh. there was like, like board games no it was like um it was like air hockey and um, like bean toss, like bean bag toss, and I was like, oh, as soon as I walked in, I was like, this is so awkward. Yeah, definitely. I, I was um, like, this is really weird. Right. The vibes were just so odd. The girls are probably just like kind of crunched together, like what the hell's going on? Exactly. And, and there's and like, always like the overzealous guy that's like taking like, it too serious. Exactly. It's like what? So a guy's gonna come up to you and be like, can you play air hockey with me? <laughs> like, like we're twelve. <laughs> like I don't. I didn't know how to take that one. That one I walked in and kind of walked out. Yeah, but this is this is kind of what I mean by how to be get the most bang for your buck not waste a lot of time and be very, very intentional about everything. Yeah. Everyone knows why we're here, right? Right. Um, at least I would think people go For to singles drinks. events. Right. You told me to tone down the whole make fun of the place that we all know of that I make fun of. Yeah. But for everyone else who actually is looking to get married, hmm. um, when you're at these events, what what's happening? You know, I, I think the best way to describe it is, you know, when you said you have so, you had social anxiety, yeah. whatever you had, I had a hundred times worse. Mm. I couldn't even have a conversation more than like 10 seconds, which mm. is incredible because I'm like a talk show host now. I know. So, ha- so I, I got help for it. I went to my older brother, who's the king of salt. Like this guy can run for mayor. Excuse me. He's your younger brother. No, my older brother. Oh, Mordechai? Shlomi, Shlomi, I did not get this from Shlomi. Oh, it was Mordechai? This is from Mordechai. Shlomi learned from me. I am shook. She let me learn from me. Whatever. Okay. It passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> but so Mordechai, I spoke to him for a half hour. And so he told me, he's like, when you have a conversation, don't have a conversation about stuff. Like, hey, how are the Jets doing? How are the Dolphins doing? Nobody, like, even if you care, nobody cares. Right. That doesn't make someone remember you ever. Right. Talk about stuff of quote unquote substance. So if I'm talking to you, I'll be like, everything has to do about the person you're talking to. So mm. how are you doing? Right. Good. Where did you grow up? Right. I grew up here. How was your experience <laughs> growing up there? You know, and you're asking mm-hmm. them questions and everything has to do with them. And nobody likes talking about anything more than themselves. I don't care how humble you are. You love to talk about yourself. Mm. And having the conversation like that, number one, people remember you. Um, number two, you feel like a, on a much deeper level conversation because if you're talking about just vanities and just how are the jets, nobody, I'm telling you the second you leave, they're going to forget you. Right. That sounds really great. That sounds like really good advice from Mordecai. I guess a lot of people will, um, I, I, I feel like I am one of, one of those people that had a really hard, not a hard time, but like my anxiety would just get the best of me and I would kind of just like leave. And yep. all my friends would be like, Sarah, don't go, like, just stay. And I'm just like, so uncomfortable in these situations. Right. Did, did I think that it was going to be um, like detrimental? Do I think that I was like missing out on finding my husband when I left? No, I didn't. But um, I did feel it was just like a missed opportunity to like, at least meet new people uh-huh. and just have a nice time. Right. But um, I feel like people do put a lot of pressure on themselves in these environments. Yeah. Um, and I think it's no, I, I do think it's normal. It's just um, the, the situation to be in is, is just very, um, it's, it's very anxiety provoking, especially I know like if a shotgun's there and they're only speaking to certain people, you're like, why aren't they speaking to me? Um, like, why aren't they approaching me? They're only approaching certain other people. I, that's happened to me also. Um, when, with specific shadchans at shadchan events. Um, they'll have like a couple shadchans that are walking around and you have like, you'll go up to them and you'll introduce yourself and like, that's kind of it. And you're like, how, 
are you going to remember me? Like, what's the point of this? But you see them like talking to other people. So, so yeah. So in your current, at your current state, when you felt like, you know, very anxious about this and had a hard time talking to others, do you feel that if you would have done, let's say a virtual speed dating event, would that have helped? Would that have been better? Cause you're kind of there. I mean, I, I feel like I would have been more comfortable in my environment. It could, it, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I think so. Yeah, I would have been more comfortable and like it, it's like in the comfortability of your own home or in right. your own room, whereas in you would have to, um, get dressed, like do your hair, do your makeup like really early. And like, if, if the single event was in Brooklyn, you'd have to go to Brooklyn, right, you'd have right. to travel. Right. So no, it, it, I feel like it would have been good to be honest. Like I wasn't really dating during zoom, uh, during zoom, during COVID because I was a nurse during COVID. So I really couldn't date. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really didn't have any time. So I really didn't take advantage of the single events that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my Zoom dating was pretty, I, I didn't do it for so long. Right. Well, I mean, when you say Zoom dating, like speed dating or just in general? No, just in general. Right. Yeah. But like, I, I think that that especially for people who aren't comfortable in live events and things of that nature, this is why I think these Zoom speed dating events I'm not saying like it's the answer to everything, yeah. but I think it's just easier for Meaning if I'm going to put that up against singles events, I think this actually is much better, mm. even though it's not live because number one, you're talking to everybody. Um, as I mentioned before, it's more intimate. You're not looking over your shoulder at why is that guy talking to the girl I like? Um, it seems like their conversation is going a lot better than mine. So right. I just, you're you constantly know. comparing yourself to the other people. Exactly. In and you're in the comfort of your own home. So people are going to feel a lot more comfortable in general. Yeah. And at live events, you don't necessarily talk to everybody, even, you know, like the, the greatest social beings on God's earth, they may not get a chance to talk to everybody or mm-hmm. people that they want. Maybe there just wasn't an opportunity mm-hmm. to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's why I think that that's the better way to go. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely hear you. Anyways, so we wanted to have somebody who is a, kind of an expert and having a little bit of social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and also... Thanks for the intro. <laughs> and also, well, you've been there. And so you you can understand what people are going through. Um, someone also who... Tore it up at singles events. Yeah, who basically came from somebody who was really shy, not so outgoing, kind of in the corner type guy. And then you did a lot of work on yourself and you kind of killed it at these singles events. So some people may be thinking like, oh, why do you have Shlomi Landisman? Who is he? Well, he basically has been there, done that, and is now kind of an expert at it. Well, he's married now, so maybe not an expert at it. Well, clearly it works, so whatever. (laughs) Well, for the record, we did not meet at a singles event. We did not meet at a singles event. Like, I think there was some really good shocking who set you up again. Okay, Max. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Max Landis. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to Zelly Sherman. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> Sherman. She's gonna kill me. Okay, fine. But anyways, anyways so um, that's why we thought it would be important to bring Shlomi on, just because he has a lot of tips and a lot of ideas around kind of bringing yourself out of being a little anxious, not knowing exactly how to perform at these singles events, and he's been able to kind of branch out of his shell and he and he'll tell us he'll walk us through like how that happened and give us some tips to um somebody who's really anxious or somebody who doesn't really know how to navigate the single scene in general like Uh, single events i should say in general i've seen him with my own two eyes the man crushes rooms the man literally (laughs) can i was at an event i think I don't know, let's say there were 20 girls there. I think 15 of them wanted to go out with Shlomi. Oh, nice. Whatever it is. Um, <laughs> you know what's ironic? I never saw him in these, like, Shlomi just, like, events, knows. So. Uh, he also, like, knows how to, like, pinpoint his target and somehow gets there indirectly. But, oh. Like, he'll explain all that. Yeah, so but, um, hopefully he explains all of his. He's, he's a lot better than I am. I, I like to think I'm very good socially, but I don't. There's, like, this element of I don't give a crap what people think. Right. It's like when. There was a girl complaining to another girl. I was like, why can't guys come up to me and ask me? I'm like, I overheard it. So I'm like, 
Yeah, let's go out. Let's, let's all go out at the same time, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, save me a fortune. <laughs> Whatever. But anyways, yeah. let's get to our guests. Oh, my God. Two girls at once, Max. I don't think anybody... Two girls? There were like six girls there. Oh, my God. Take, uh... Can you imagine? That's a lot of work. And guess what? They said no. Shield crisis. That's why. Because they're not... They, you know, they're all talking, no action. They complain mm. that no guys come up to them and ask them out. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So well, maybe not six girls at once, but I think Shilmi will be able to... He'll allow pin, people on a serious note yeah he's yes. really good at this listen it also helps going to these events with max as your twin brother so talk about a tag team <laughs> yeah because they they look at me yeah okay all right fine touche sure. but anyways welcome shlomi landisman thank you so much yeah i'm very excited to be here yeah you were very difficult to get in touch with very difficult so we Makes sense. we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to get here yes. that's right and for the record for basically almost every episode i'm somewhere in the background you can hear my Chair squeaky squeaking. chair yeah uh <laughs> working clicks. in the background that's right. so it's that's a little right. different actually being in the front so how yeah. does it feel feels great Good. i love this mic you guys can you hear me <laughs> yeah i can hear you great <laughs> um okay so thank you though for coming like to the to the podcast and we are excited to hear about what you have to say and some tips for people who are having a little bit of issues with um, with um, single events and trying to get out there. We, I mean, Max and I agree that it's a little difficult to navigate. So how did you kind of break out of the shell? Like you were a little bit of a, um, a, you were kind of a guy who was very introverted to himself, very quiet. And then all, like from what I hear and from what you told me, you were able to, succeed at these singles events so just tell me a little bit about that yeah so uh the entire process took a lot of time Mm -hmm. and um i was never like going to these events with the mindset of oh i'm going there to find my match or i'm going there to meet somebody and get somebody's number Mm -hmm. um because i think a lot of people going to these events feel extremely frustrated because if they don't get digits or if they don't find, quote unquote, their person, that they, not only do they think that the event was a failure, they find themselves to be a failure. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, so, and every event that they go to just slaps them even more in the face. Mm-hmm. So I think just the mindset going in is a, like, remove the word singles and you're just going to an event. Mm-hmm. Is this something that I would have fun going to? Even if you go with your friend or, you know, whatever you're doing, a lot of times there is an activity involved um you know axe throwing or pizza making or whatever it is so would you go to that event at all regardless Mm -hmm. if it was a single event or not it just happens to be a benefit that um, you're single and they're single so you can potentially um potentially find somebody but that's not really the entire goal it's really just getting out there and having a good time i I never thought of it that way i think that's the biggest like that's a good perspective to have because some I people put so much pressure on themselves. Every single person that goes, yeah, um, especially, I'm sorry, but especially women, for sure, they go there with, like, that intention. <laughs> and then if it doesn't happen or even I feel like even if you do get digits and it doesn't work out, they feel like it's a complete waste. I mean, I don't know if it's all women, but, I mean, I, I feel like men and women, generally speaking, they do have this perspective of, I'm going to go and I'm going to meet my match and that's it. And then you're right. Like when they come out of it and they don't have any digits or, or they don't have any, any person who said that they like them or, or anything like that, it's, it really hurts your, your self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And uh, besides, I know you mentioned the women, but like just talking about the men, for example, like I've run singles events, yeah. like I organize them Yeah. and, um, guys don't even like going to events at all besides mm. for, forget about when they're there if they're anxious or not they don't even like going there because a lot of people that i've spoken to yeah is that they feel that singles events are for people who can't get dates so which which is makes that me true? Uh, makes me outrageous it's 100 percent true they, it wait, pisses me off guys in general so or guys women? That, no guys feel I that way proof, i actually have proof like when i was uh besides for everybody I've spoken to, they're like, I don't, why do I need to go to a singles event? Like I can just get dates on my own. So I, I think, I think, uh, I mean, I told them, I'm like, I think if your perspective is just about getting dates, then like, okay. But like, there are a lot of ancillary benefits of going to an event that 
mm-hmm. you know, could really could really help you. And I think you'd, you'd enjoy uh, like, for example, like um, is this like really famous study that I that I came across, which said that they were basically studying what somebody is attracted to. Like, what are people attracted to? So they would list their whole you know, their whole uh, bullet point list, you know, sound familiar, like certain resumes, you know, I'm looking for X, Y, Z. And then what they did was they actually went to an event and they met a bunch of people that they normally wouldn't necessarily meet. And at the end of the whole event, there was some follow-up with these participants Mm -hmm. and they asked them the same questions, what do you find attractive? And about 40% of them changed their answer. And the reason they changed their answer is because they saw something. When, yeah. When you go in thinking, oh, I'm going for this specific person. And if I don't find it, I'm going to feel like upset. Mm-hmm. But if you go in with more of an open mind, um, then great things happen, honestly, and mm-hmm. that things change. So even for somebody who's like, oh, I get dates or whatever, like honestly, just getting out there, meeting new people can really open your mind. Hundred percent. Yeah. So have it kind of have a different perspective on it, and not put so much pressure on yourself, and be open minded to meeting other people. Is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. And um, just to have a different mind frame when you're going into the event. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You can't you can't put too much pressure on these events. These are not do or die types of an events. These mm-hmm. are just like, okay, there's an event. Let's let's go and let's see. You know, whatever happens, happens. You know, a lot of times guys. I don't know about girls, probably also. You meet your best friend there, honestly. Like, this is Shlomi Shlo- picked up a lot of guys. Yeah, I did pick a lot. Yeah. It's so, funny. Like, I, also am, I also met a couple girls that I'm still friends with from single events. Right. Yeah. No, 100%. And um, just getting back to my uh, running events days, you know, whenever, let's say, you open registration two months in advance, you basically have like 50 girls sign up like the, mm-hmm. that night. Two guys would sign up. One would be Max. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Amen. So, and then when, when the deadline happens, like that night, all of a sudden, you get the majority of your guys to sign up. Uh-huh. And the reason is, is because a lot of them think either A, um, as we said, I'm getting dates, or B, I'm going to be married by then. Like, why would I? I'm going to be engaged by then. Like, really? By the way, this is a real it, mindset. It's unbelievable. This is a real mindset. Like, why Two do months? I need to sign up to this single Shabbaton if I'm, like, going out with somebody or I'm getting well, dates anyways? Not sh- oh, okay, Shabbaton or event. Or an event, whatever okay. it is. I'm not going to commit. Oh, we can talk about men committing. But, uh, <laughs> no, that's but for a different episode. That's for a different episode. But um, that that's their honest answer that they're giving me which mm. is like oh i'm dating somebody or i'm like oh i'm you know i'm not i'm not gonna be single then or whatever they're like that that's what they're th- not everybody so but interesting. I, I, as you were saying i they they view it as like a nebuch thing it's exactly. like only the nebuchs go i'm exactly. like you're an idiot but really yeah this is opening up a whole new world for me because i didn't think that and then basically when they realized like right before the death i'm like oh yeah I, i'm not engaged <laughs> or like oh maybe it's not as bad as i was thinking or whatever or it could be fine it could be fun then yeah. they'll sign up yeah i think it's all down to mindset they they view it as black and white i'm going you know for this is, this is a business this is a business thing mm-hmm. um and i'm going straight for they they don't view it as if i gained you know, if I met someone new or I spoke to someone, they don't find value in that at all. And I mm-hmm. feel like they're closing themselves off and it makes their life worse. Mm-hmm. Meaning, the, I, in my opinion, the more people you speak to, the more people you meet. Number one, if you're only talking business, I still think it's very beneficial because you meet more people individually. People know you and then they spread the word, etc. So you gain on that. And then on the other hand what's wrong with meeting new people and just kind of expanding and, and essentially even especially if you're more introverted before this is kind of like practice yeah no 100 percent. i think i i really think the goal of going to any type of singles event is by maximizing the amount of interactions you can have with other people because i think the more uh connections you make the better off you are honestly like whether it's dating whether it's professionally whether it's just personally, like just having more connections is a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, so just getting out there and meeting new people, regardless of the outcome, you know, is good for everybody. Right. The only thing is, I'm just playing devil's advocate for a minute, is like if you have, like everybody though is going to, has a potential to meet somebody there. Like people have in the back of their mind, I could meet my person here. So if you're telling people not to take it so seriously, that then the other half of the room 
maybe taking it seriously. You know what I mean? Like so, the other half of the room may be taking it very seriously and really want to like actually genuinely meet somebody and focus on a person. Whereas in other people in the room could like just be there, like you said, to, to um, network and to meet other friends or see if there is a potential, which I actually do agree with. But I feel like there can be a little bit of a disconnect. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying, but um, I don't think I don't think I'm necessarily saying you know, don't go in and don't take it seriously in the sense that like, oh, it's really not about finding somebody. Obviously, at the end of the day, it is a singles event. There are people of the opposite gender who are single. So store that in the mingle. back of your mind. Meaning this is this is a obviously a huge benefit of being there. Mm-hmm. But in terms of mindset and the goal of you being there yeah. is that if you're if your only goal is I need to get a date out of this with somebody that like I'm very serious about, mm-hmm. then I don't think that's necessarily a healthy mindset, but I'm not saying somebody who can go in there thinking like, you know, yeah, so it could happen. It definitely right. could happen, but if it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. Right. Okay, so so um for guys specifically because you're a guy. Um last we check, yeah. <laughs> um how would you or what are some tricks and tips that you have for somebody who is a little anxious who kind of doesn't know how to navigate the single event sometimes they're really like intimidating like i went to a single event and it was just one open room like maybe 20 people and just food on each side and a bar on each side i walked right out (laughs) it was so intimidating so i guess um if you if you can just just give some um, tips into navigating your anxiety through the sure. events because I know that you did have a lot of anxiety before and you overcame that. Sure, and um, obviously the type of an event would matter a lot. Like if there's a certain activity that's being done, uh, because they're so involved in the activity, um, they're able to sort of like focus a little bit more on that and feel a little bit less anxious. But I just for just for uh, the sake of this conversation, we're talking about a mixer event uh, where it's generally just like a blob of people and there may or may not be food there. Um, and you're basically the, the whole night is you just trying to mingle to people. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's extremely, extremely uh, intimidating. You know, intimidating. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So what do you do? So. Um, there's obviously a, it takes, honestly, it takes time mm-hmm. uh, for somebody to go from, wow, this is intimidating to, wow, this is such an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it te- definitely takes time with me specifically. It took, took years, honestly, mm-hmm. but I think uh, somebody just getting into it, um, I think the most important thing going in is go with a friend, number one. A lot of people go with their friends in general. Go with a friend who happens to be a little bit more uh, I must be a little bit more outgoing, uh, just so you feel like a little bit, you know, you have like a safe zone. But I like to say you should go to the event a little early. I know this sounds like very counterintuitive for people because they feel like, what do I do? I have not, I don't know what I'm doing. But if an event starts, let's say at like seven, I would get there at seven fifteen. Like honestly. Oh, so like on the earlier side. Earlier side, not Number like six thirty. N- no, that's insane. <laughs> well, I don't know. You said early, so, that, so I don't know. too yucky. Don't get there before. If, <laughs> Only if you're an organizer, you get there before. Okay, so get 15 minutes after the start time. I would get there earlier. And one of the main reasons is, number one, there's not as many people there yet. So it actually doesn't feel as intimidating. But I would get acquainted with people like of the same gender first. Meaning, I, w- I like to call it making alliances. Um, I think it's kind of a bad word. It kind of sounds like a war strategy. But... Um, <laughs> make like make friends early on and the reason is is because let's say there's going to be like 100 200 people there so for somebody who's introverted what that means is that they can't you know they have a limited amount of energy to give to people Mm -hmm. so to expect somebody to go around a whole room and sort of like work the room they will just feel so exhausted right that they literally won't even be able to have a conversation with people so I think making those early friends earlier on, you have them meet people for you in the sense that like you ask them, hey, what are you looking for? 
and they'll tell you like you know i'm here for this reason i'm looking for this I'm like okay i'll have you know when i go around i'll have you in mind uh this is what i'm looking for like would you have me in mind as well and a lot of times guys in general like to congregate like people who you meet earlier on you kind of like make friends with earlier on they mm -hmm. kind of like to congregate every hour or so like by the food uh, they, <laughs> they just do that anyways because they get hungry so if you see the same guy again Accurate. you'll be like oh how, how How's hey, it, how's it going? How's it going so far? And yeah. a lot of times they'll tell you, hey, I really like this girl. I know this about this girl or whatever. And what you're doing is you're slowly building what I call ground intelligence. You're <laughs> get like if you're going, let's say you're going after somebody specifically, like I want to go after somebody who's hypothetical modern orthodox or modern orthodox mafia or this, that, whatever. Yeah. You're going to have like an army of people doing that for you. And they kind of report back. Yep. And you do the same thing for them. You, you have to really trust this person now. Not necessarily. No. 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 Not no. necessarily. You're not giving him your social security number. I, mean, I know, but like... You're, you're not going... What happens if he gets like stuck talking to a girl that he actually really likes so, and he can't like... So so that... I, you know, I don't want to cut you off. <laughs> no, go, go for it. I was going to say, I think that, that stems all from like the mindset. Like if he finds a girl, I yeah. would feel very happy for him. Oh, okay. Why do I yeah. care? I, I don't, I think if you only care about yourself, that's, that's a problem. No, but no, no, no. I, I, from what I meant to say is like, you're talking to these guys or like, let's say you're talking to two guys and you tell them like, okay, like once a lot of girls come here, like this is what I'm looking for. Like we'll have you in mind. And then if one of them gets like really into a girl and then another one gets really into a girl, then kind of like, your the strategy same, the kind same girl? Of, no no a different girl uh, but like then your strategy is kind of like it i don't know well, that's why you talk <laughs> to multiple people so oh, so talk to multiple people so yeah first of all you're not just talking to one person but i mean your goal isn't necessarily you're not going to get a date through him at the end of the day you're going to be speaking to her as well mm -hmm. it's mostly for people who cannot speak to everybody they like more of the one-on-one -on -one. Mm. so as opposed to just thinking i have to work this room and through the luck of god yeah. like i i'm gonna find somebody that i'm interested in yeah what you're doing here is that for somebody who doesn't have the capacity to do that yeah you have other people doing it for you mm. so they just pass along information so that when you feel the guts to go up to somebody then at least your likelihood is a little bit better mm. in terms of having uh, having a good conversation or speaking to somebody who you're interested in. Um, so it's a it's a way to sort of ease the burden on you to feel that pressure mm -hmm. of like you know oh like who do I even talk to? Right. So in this way you have a little bit more of an understanding of who to speak with first. Like this doesn't necessarily have to work with a guy that you just meet at the event. You can speak to the organizer. A lot of times the organizers know the people who are coming and they kind of have that information already mm -hmm. um technically shot but like uh but uh if they if they know the people um right. and obviously the third option is having a wingman uh right. having wingman or wing woman um which i've done before for somebody mm -hmm. um i know i know that you know they were looking for somebody who was more on the save the planet environment <laughs> type of person mm -hmm. so how in the world are you gonna you know so i was at the event she comes up to me she's like there are no guys here right I'm like, there's like a hundred there's like a hundred guys here <laughs> right she's like there are no guys here i'm like okay fine so mm -hmm. what what do i do i first said i'm eating i'm hungry <laughs> when i come back <laughs> that's, I the, will, that's the right answer yeah i will i'll look for you <laughs> so okay so i <laughs> so i go up to a guy in a green shirt. Mm. I look for the guy in the green shirt because what I found last couple of years or so is that the guy wearing the green shirt is like, uh, I guess psychologically, uh, he doesn't realize, but he happens to be like the environment guy. Do you, right? he do you know like every animals. psychological study <laughs> on, on like a dating event? He, he hap first of all- he, he happens to be like right about this. If you wear like, green, you're an environmentalist. You're probably, you're a very earthy outdoorsman type of person. You think so? Uh, yeah, this obviously doesn't work at more yeshivish events because everybody's wearing a white shirt. So it happens to be, so I go up to this guy wearing the green shirt and you know, we get into this conversation and it turns out, you know, I asked him like, so if you had a dream job, what it would be? what would it be? And he's like, I'd love to be a park ranger. And I'm like, score. <laughs> I like, I'd like to introduce you to my, to my friend. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, she ended up getting three dates out of it. Nice. Uh, which was really awesome. Happened another year where not necessarily she got three dates, but I like to, so before an event, like I was 
I was uh, I signed up to be a wingman at this event to help people. So I usually stand in the front by the ticketing. Um, I was with you. So uh, mm-hmm. by I the know te- what event you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. So I stand by the ticketing area because I like to uh, ask. I just like like having like short conversations with them. You can kind of like get little tidbits of information. Mm-hmm. So uh, this guy had the green shirt. So I'm like, oh, classic green shirt guy. And it turns out he like knew everything about plants and trees. That's so uh, nice. Like literally to the bone. But it turns out he was like 10 years younger than her. So it really didn't work out. But the point is, is that you have somebody, you know, who's giving you the, who's passing along this information. This mm-hmm. does, this works for girls too. I mean, I'm sure they talk uh, during, yes. during an event. I will say that like, I was definitely the friend who was very anxious and like to themselves. And I would go with a couple friends who would be easily, like able to work the room like easily. Um, and they, they did, if, if, if I was having like trouble they they were great they they really were yeah no 100 percent. and um you know you just you feel a little bit better having having those people around Mm -hmm. but even more than that is that if you go into an event you know go in with like a goal in mind if it's hard for you i'm just going to talk to one person uh at this event Mm -hmm. um i can speak from experience i went to an event and um you know i knew that this event this event was way more modern than i was comfortable yeah. with yeah what was I, that again? <laughs> so what i just went thinking like that? i'm just gonna get my reps in you know it was a typical dating event in the upper west side where people can pay oh, to go talk oh, where okay. people can pay to go talk to their friends only <laughs> no i will uh, not speak to anybody no. how dare you ask me no uh, no ripping on them today yeah. my goal was just to talk to one person i could care less if it was somebody for me or not i, yeah. I knew going in nobody would be for me but i just went turns out I just spoke to this one person for like 30 minutes. Uh, wasn't interested at all, but I still wanted to speak with her. Yeah. Um, turns out Max ended up dating her for quite a while. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't, quite a while for me is like three days. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it worked out. It worked out for Max. Yeah. So, but that was that's how I sort of built my reps in. You go in to one event, you spoke to one person. Mm-hmm. So and then the like, next... like like slow goals. Exactly. Incremental and, goals. And I think though. I think though a lot of people feel nervous at these events. Mm-hmm. What people don't really realize is that everybody else is equally, if not worse, like more nervous than you are. You don't really, you think That's you're the true. only one. You're the right. only That's one true. who's super nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there are people way more nervous than you. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who are way more nervous didn't even show up. So from the fact that yeah. you showed up is already indicating that like you're already less nervous than somebody else. I say even me who I feel like can work the room. I'm also nervous. I just don't show it. Everybody has the butterflies. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Butterflies don't necessarily mean that you're nervous. It means you're also excited. It's partly excited, partly, partly nervous. It's a little bit of both. That Um, is an emotion that makes me want to vomit. Exactly. So (laughs) when you go, that's great. (laughs) You can definitely vomit. (laughs) Go for it. Just not on me. No, I'm saying like being anxious and nervous. Or anxious and excited is like the worst combination for me. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I do wanted to touch upon. I know that um, girls when they when they travel in packs, that also can be a little <laughs> intimidating. Um, and I didn't know if you had any guidance for guys who have a little bit of an issue trying to get the girl that they're really interested in alone without kind of coming off as not nice or coming <coughs> off as like not coming off as like kind of a weirdo sometimes that there's like a borderline with that yeah. so just wondering if you have any advice for those types of guys yeah, so they have no hope <laughs> I, I would like I'm to. I would like to say, like, I mean, in the Upper West Side, if you say hello, you're considered a weirdo. We're talking about all other places. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. Okay. 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 We're officially. I'm sorry. We're I not. speak the truth. I'm sorry. Um, you know. So, anyways, so you, just to reiterate, okay. your question is: if if a if a girl you're interested in is in a pack, yeah, yeah. with her friends, yes, and you want to speak with her, yes, um, then how do you speak with her and yeah. get her get her one on one? That's yeah. right. Actually. So this is. For somebody who feels very anxious at these events, I wouldn't try this at home. Uh, <laughs> Maybe this isn't your first goal. This event. is not your first goal. <laughs> this is your like, like this move. Event. This move should be patented. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if you approach any type of any type of group, first of all, humor gets you into anywhere. Uh, if, if it's you, good, if it's humor. a good, if it's a good joke, um, or if you say something light that you kind of like ease into it. 
Um, you know, you can say rumor has rumor has it that this is the cool group or something like that. Oh, that's and a they nice kinda, line. They kind of you got kind of see if somebody chuckles or not, and that's your in. And then they can say, "No, this isn't a cool group." I'm like, "Great," because I'm pretty nerdy. <laughs> and you're you're in, you're already in. <laughs> Just like you're that. in either you're, way. You're already in. Yeah. Um. So, but I think. Instead of just going after the person that you're interested in, you have to engage the whole group mm. because if first of all you have to come in, the second they sense weakness, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> because then you come off as the weirdo. Right. But uh, if you come off as too confident, then you're cocky. Yeah. And then that, you're a that, jerk. That's me. So you have that's to me. have this equilibrium of, you know, I'm pretty like I'm pretty confident to walk up to them, but I'm also I'm not like a jerk and uh, come off too cocky. So you gotta have to have that equilibrium mm. and you have to have, you really need like, uh, you know, some self, uh, what do you call that? Self-awareness. Self-awareness uh, a little bit, how you come off. Mm. Uh, that, that, that takes time. But also before you even approach this group, you have to know the formation they're in. Uh, so- Formation, like yeah, as in like a bird? How they're, spe- how they're, how they're even um, standing Born? there. Whoa. How they're okay. even standing there and I'll explain. So if you're at an event where somebody's with their friends in a circular position, uh. or if they're facing away from the people, that yeah. means they're not interested in all get, of them. All of them. They just want to talk to their friends. And they're basically showing you that they're closed off. Okay. Or if they're not facing Cause, Yeah, because they're not but, allowing anyone to enter. But I'll tell you, I've been to I've been to a frummer, let's call it one of the frummer events. Okay. Um and um just all the girls were just standing with their friends on the wall, at the wall. <laughs> the guys were in the back. They I choose even in the room. number three. They were just hanging out by the food or whatever. Okay. So, um, so there were three girls there. I wanted to speak to one of them, uh-huh. but they were facing. They were facing like the main area. Okay. And to me, this looked like you know, they're very much interested in somebody coming up to them. They're just so nervous. Right. That yeah. like they just. They're just not doing that. They're just hanging out with their friends. Mm-hmm. So um, I approached the group. Okay. I approached the group, and uh, I, you know, I spoke with everybody. Again, engage everybody. Ask where everybody's from or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can tell right away that um, you know some of that. Like one girl was physically shaking. <gasps> uh, she was physically shaking and how you know how nervous she was well so she ended up just literally leaving leaving (laughs) she just walked away she must be your cousins when she walked (laughs) when she walked away um her friend walked with her and then lo and behold the last person standing was the person i wanted to speak with so you intimidated (laughs) the other two I i didn't intimidate anybody i realized that they for sure wanted to speak, but like they're just hanging out with their friends because right. they're nervous. Okay. Do you think they, they just felt like, okay, you guys seem like you're more of a pair than us, so we're just going to let you talk? Not at all. We didn't even speak, basically. I mean, I was speaking, I was engaging the whole group. Yeah. And um, she actually, the person I wanted to speak with, spoke less than the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the point was, was that. I guess whatever it was, she liked what I was saying or I liked what she was saying. So she had a choice to like go off with her other friends or stay and talk with you. And exactly. she decided to stay and talk with exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. But let hypothetically, let's say that, you know, they're not nervous and they stick around. Yeah. They somehow like what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so how do you get the girl you want one on one? Yeah. So, you know, you can sort of you can sort of say that like, you know, if that girl just had let's say girl A, that's the girl you're interested okay. in. Let's say girl A you know, is talking about a certain topic or, Mm -hmm. you know, you can say, wow, you have like a lot to say on this. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm really thirsty. I kind of want to get a drink. You want to come with me? And, uh, you know, we can. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) To me, it's just a little obvious, but I guess it's okay. So, I mean, but but, who cares if if it's obvious? Yeah, if you're a girl that wants that, then yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Meaning, how do you say, (laughs) let's go and talk one-on-one without saying it? So, you, I mean, you can say it, you have to use like situational awareness yeah. in the sense that like if there's like a certain topic that you're talking about, you can say, that's like unbelievable. Like I feel like there's so much to this story. I just, I just really need to get a drink. Like would would you mind like uh, what's Coming it called? Coming with me. I can come back or you know, would you like, yeah. would you come with me or whatever? So she has the choice. She can say, no, not interested. Right. Um, which is a sign to you that like, okay, maybe she's not interested and just don't pursue her anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're giving her the option to like, okay, if she wants to speak, then she can say yes. And mm. if she does, you got her one on one. Okay. Still there you like, go. A lot of a lot of people 
think that like um you know you're gonna hit a hundred percent of the time like failure is all part of this yeah like yeah. Being, being smacked in the face i think is that's part what the it. hardest part is is like people reject go in being like i don't want to be rejected right and it's like and and that in itself just builds up so much when you when you say rejected you're talking about both or guys because both. because I, think, I feel like guys are the ones who are asking no i think sometimes girls do ask guys out and they feel rejected or they'll feel like nobody came up to them for whatever so reason so that i get that and, i get and they feel like okay am I, like am i not pretty enough am i right. am i not outgoing enough should i have made more of an effort like what's wrong with me right. and it and me comes into the subject of like there must be something wrong with me because a lot of my friends got numbers a lot of friends got guys coming up and talking with them a lot of friends like my friends got noticed but what is wrong with me right. and i don't know from the guy's perspective it could also be i, I mean more I of a rejection thing but like girls feel rejected but like in different ways it's not just like no yeah. i don't want to go out with you right yeah yeah I, I just getting to the rejection i think max we we can both talk to this but like rejection is part of it i yeah. mean from any 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 date you go on or any event that you go to, like yeah. there's gonna be somebody who says no to you. Yep. Like you know, so. And that's the no. I guess a lot of people don't don't have that in mind that like this happens to other people. People say no to other people. It's not just me. Yeah. So I I think I think results is really like if you're only focused on results, especially for events, it's extremely hard to go to because if you don't get digits and your friends are. It, it's like like what you're saying like there must be something wrong with me but i think if you go into the mindset and say how many people did i talk to right right and you know if your goal was i want to talk to five people and you hit that goal then that's successful whether or not you get digits or not um that's just like an ancillary benefit mm -hmm. like not everybody meets that an event um but actually happens to be even secularly the majority of people meet through friends or family uh that's how most people are uh, matched up. So even if you go to an event and don't necessarily get somebody's digits like right away, if you go with a friend or whatever, you're you're expanding your group. So like a lot of times, you know, you can meet somebody and be like, you know, they're not really for me, but like right, I actually know a perfect person for that. Right. This stuff happens all the time. Mm -hmm. So whether or not you get a number directly makes no difference. The fact that you are out there is a huge success, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of people who chose not to um, mm -hmm. because they're too nervous or whatever. Wayne Gretzky, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right. So it's that the classic, classic uh, mindset going in. It doesn't matter what happens, but the fact that you took a shot was uh, was a big deal. Right. So my last question for you is um, if you have if you don't know kind of how to you don't know how to close the deal, um, you want to get this girl's number. You want to give her your number. You do want to meet her again. How do you close the deal at the single event? How do you get her? Uh, you're saying like to propose to her? Yes, exactly. Uh, At the singles event, no. you gotta, close, gotta close the deal. You have to. <laughs> Boys, girls want to get married. There's <laughs> like there is no structure to to these singles events. So like, you want to ask her directly. It, it, what? Meaning, you? How do you ask her out? Well, yeah. So I, it's towards the end of the single event. You've been talking to this girl. Like, how do you close the deal there? Like, how do you? Um, ask her for her number, or like kind of slide in that you want to hang like, out. Like, how do you time? ask? To speak to her shachin or mother. <laughs> so, so there's there's two different types of well, people. Because a lot of people don't know how to do it. You're like, I've, I've yeah. been talking to this guy for 45 minutes, and like at the end of the event, he didn't even ask me out. You yeah, know? I'm going to the bathroom. You want to come with me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my lord. So there's really, on the girl side, I feel like there's two types of girls. One who like who spoke to somebody and then is okay with you just walking away, and. Uh, she could be really into you and she's kind of wondering, hey, is he gonna ask me out? And there's this other type of girl that let's say you're having a full conversation with her and then let's say they're like, oh, uh, you know, we're having a speaker, everybody in. If she like follows you a little bit, this has happened. Uh, oh, it's happened? Yeah. Yeah, like, maybe to you, she'll, like, but whatever. <laughs> like, like she'll walk with you. You're like, yeah, she expects like a number or whatever yeah. without her actually saying it. So I think I think the an easy approach is how do you ask for a number without asking for her number because then the you know i'll give you an example you can say let's say you're talking about a certain topic yeah in my case i don't know i kind of talk about food a lot uh, <laughs> you don't say yeah um so let's say you're talking to a girl you realize that 
um, you know, let's say she's never been to your like favorite restaurant or whatever. You can say like, oh my God, you've never been? They have like the best fried chicken in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, would you ever, would you ever try it? Yeah, definitely. Right? So Let she me can, speak to my mother first. <laughs> so she could be she, like, she can be like, no, I'm gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm a vegan. Or I'm a vegan, right? And that's her way of saying, because a lot of times if you ask for a girl, a lot of guys I've seen literally going around the room asking for a number and it's making girls really uncomfortable. Yes. So how I, do you do I've that? I actually have seen that happen. Yeah, it happens. And I, and I honestly cringe. So right. how do you actually ask for a number legitimately? Mm-hmm. First of all, you can't ask for a number unless you've actually spent some time with them. You can't just go up to somebody and be like, hey, can I get your number? That's hey, like you insane. look great. Can I get your number? That's insane. That's insane. Um, but I'm not saying it has not happened. If you legitimately had a good conversation and you feel the room that there's a chance here. So you can literally say like, oh my God, you've never tried XYZ. Or you've never done X. You never played billiards before. Like, oh my yeah. God, would you ever do it? Yeah. So let's say she wasn't interested in you so she doesn't necessarily have to say a lot of girls don't like rejecting guys in front of their face it's very uncomfortable um so they can be like no i'm not not really a billiards person or you can say you know like we said before i'm gluten-free i don't really eat that so kind of read her response to you so she's not necessarily saying no to you she's saying no to the activity which in essence you should take as she's saying no to you right without actually saying it so you're asking for a number without actually asking for a number and she's saying no to you without actually saying no to you. Yeah. So, so it's it, an indirect question with an indirect response. You're making it comfortable for everybody to say yes or no. Right. If she says, oh my God, yeah, I would love to try it. Like you're in. Right. Like let's make it happen. Um, but again, if she says no, then it's no and you, you move on. Yeah. Okay. I, I also, I mean, I also find it like even if you, I feel like, especially in Jewish dating, even if you don't ask her directly, you can always ask like the the person in charge of the event, right? You can just Sometimes get her name. Sometimes it's hard to get in touch with them. Really? Sometimes I've been to events and I don't even know who the person is. I always, like, that's one of the first things I do, actually. I, I make myself known to, like, the person. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, if you I can. think that's the first thing you should do yeah. when you get to this event is know who the organizer is because they have and become friendly, inside yeah. intel and they remember you. That's oh, yeah. true. Anyway, I do got right. to run. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lomi, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Oh, my yeah. God. Loved being here. Would love to so continue the conversation. So hard to get in touch with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're so happy that you can make it here. <laughs> yep. Love but it. thank you for your tips. And hopefully people actually find it. I, I think it's valuable yeah, information. 100%. And if you have any feedback, please email us at goforshadochim at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you have any further questions that we can ask Dr. Shlomi in the future, maybe, <laughs> uh, please send, those, send that to us as well also in if you're in spotify you can actually comment right under uh the episode section so you can just leave your comment there or just email us at goodforshadokham at gmail.com thanks everyone bye until next time and remember everything will always be about catch you in the next episode